0: Hello, hello! Welcome to episode 9 of Mixtape and Identity. I'm your host, Shane. My guest this week is Becky. Becky, Becky. Yes, thank you so much for joining me for the ninth case of Mixtape and Identity. My guest this week is Becky, Becky, Becky. Uh, Becky is a freelance photographer, but I know her best as a Twitch streamer at Becky 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 on Twitch. She's fairly new to the game there, but um, yeah, just a a great watch. Some fun and chaotic games, but a lot of really earnest and really important mental health chats on there as well. So I was really, really excited to get her on this show. Really excited about the playlist as well. Uh, Becky openly admits that there's a lot of dad music on there, and as a dad, that's right up my alley so i really really enjoyed listening to it and there's a lot of different choices on there as well so a lot of stuff to get into if you're new to the show then please go and follow us on the socials you can get access to to becky's playlist in advance and all the other playlists that we've, we've done so far anyway i'll be back at the end of the show but for now we'll jump into the conversation episode nine of mixed up and identity with becky 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 So how often do you actually listen to music these days?
1: Um, It does vary. It really varies. I go through phases. In the moment, I'm in an audiobook phase. So when I would be doing my listening time, it's books. But then, you know, maybe in a week, I'll be back into just like music every day for three weeks. And then I'll drop off into something else, podcasts or yeah. So it's completely random.
0: And when you're listening to music, is it albums or playlists or what sort of things are you, you listening to?
1: These days, it's pretty frequently playlists. I've got a lot of playlists, mm-hmm. and the uh, Spotify algorithm is is pretty clued on to what I like, so I can usually find something that's yeah. definitely going to fit whatever I'm in the mood for. So, yeah, a lot of playlists. I don't right. listen to a lot of albums anymore. I have to be in a pretty specific mood to chuck an album on and be like, let's go start to finish.
0: And the, the, the playlist algorithm, algorithms that you're looking at then, is that like, are you looking to try and find new stuff in that or is that going back to songs that you've listened to before
1: it's both so i have the spotify weekly playlist which is kind of where i find a lot of the new music that i like but then spotify has other playlists that it suggests where it's like hey we know you like these songs do you want to listen to them in a random order i'm like yes i do spotify yes i do
0: yeah yeah I get that. I went through a phase where the the only playlist I listened to on my Spotify was the top 100 songs that I listened to in 2019.
1: Yes, I'm obsessed with those. I've got them all saved, yeah. and every now and then I'll just like travel back in time to the songs I was obsessed with in 2017. So yeah. good.
0: And that, that's all I listened to, so I never got out of, the, <laughs> out, out of that. Rut. So, so every so year, this actually, every
1: year from 2019, your Spotify Wrapped playlist yeah. <laughs> was the same thing as the year before.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Except I, I narrowed it down slightly because there were a few weird ones I listened to. I was like I'm not going to listen to those this year. I'll I'll really like distill it into into my taste. <laughs> so this this project actually been really good for getting me out of that kind of rut. So what's the what's the first music that you owned or bought?
1: The first music that I bought in in Australia we had a like a CD shop called sanity and right. every now and then if you go to like nice. a regional town you'll you'll still find one in an old shopping center and you'll be like blast from the past and have a little emotional moment but they always had deals you sure. know you could buy two new release albums for like $25 or something and i ended up right. doing that i bought two albums and you know i'm being really honest here cuz i i like to think that most people's first albums are a little bit cringe But one was cool and one was cringe Because it was a combo So the first one I got was Jet, Get Born So they were this Australian band You know, Are You Gonna Be My Girl, Incredible, Rock Album Everybody's like, oh yeah, that's a cool choice But the other one that I bought at the same time was Evanescence
0: (laughs) Oh, nice
1: Because I was a little goth girl So I was like yeah, bring me to life. Right. Love that shit. So good. You know, I've got so many moods right now. I'm so edgy. <laughs> oh, bless.
0: Excellent. That's really good. Um, what's the What's the best live performance or the best live music you've seen?
1: Again, if I wanted to be cool, I'd be like, um, I saw Cigarettes in Vancouver, and it was amazing. But honestly, my true, authentic answer to that question was, I saw Roger Waters. The Wall show Like the um, stage show of The Wall At Rod Lafer Arena in Melbourne And it was just incredible Uh You know like Roger Waters of Pink Floyd So they've got laser prisms And massive blimps And things flying around And then at the end of the show Spoiler alert Like from the ceiling All of this pink confetti explodes Down onto the audience And it's these little pieces of paper That say resist on it and it's just the most whimsical display of like anarchy I've ever seen (laughs) so it's just so immersive and and entertaining and moving and you just get so caught up in all of the smoke machines and lasers and you're like this is fucking sick because I have the music taste of like a white suburban dad apparently which will become apparent (laughs) in this playlist I'm like oh as long as your kids are respectful to your mum and you you get to your Domino's drive a job on time. You know, he'll. I'll turn a blind eye to your smoking joints in the garage with your friend Jeremy. But that's like my music. Te- that's what I realised when I was looking at my playlist. I'm like, what have I done? <laughs> Be cooler, Becky. But anyway, the decisions are made.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I feel. I feel slightly. Slightly attacked by that because I really enjoyed your place. <laughs> but
1: you, you're a dad.
0: <laughs> I know, I know.
1: So I mean, you're at least a little bit closer to the demographic. I'm a, I'm yeah. a non, no dependence white girl. You know, like millennial yeah. white girl. I don't know what my excuse is. So,
0: <laughs> I know what you mean about the confetti? I don't know why, but um, I went to see. I don't know why. I went, I went to see Coldplay because I like Coldplay. And I don't know why this really got me, but they at the end of their show, they released like, it was confetti, but they were all little uh, butterflies.
1: Aww.
0: And they were all like very brightly colored.
1: That's delightful.
0: And I just lost my mind when I was at that show when, when the confetti came. And it's just, they're just paper butterflies, but for whatever reason, I was like, this is the best shit i've ever seen right
1: it it invokes
0: thing they've ever done
1: yeah it evokes such emotion like just these tiny bits of colorful paper all of a sudden there's this like child brain within you that's like pretty floating everything's gonna be okay (laughs) (laughs) you just get swept up in it it. you know it's great (laughs) i'm a fan
0: yeah so we'll jump into the playlist then the first song on your list is a song you fell in love with straight away and yours is the barrel by Aldous Harding.
1: Yeah, so anyone jumping into the playlist right at the start is going to be like, "Oh, this is this is lovely." This song, you know, it's really quite chill. It's quite gentle. Uh, they're in for a real shock yeah. with the rest of the playlist. But um, I had a shared yeah. playlist with a friend of mine from work. Um, we ended up going to all the same gigs and seeing each other and being like, "You're from you're from my work," and then. We were like, well, all right, we'll start a joint playlist. And this was one of his contributions to our playlist. And immediately I was like, yes, this is incredible. And it was interesting because I mm-hmm. don't actually enjoy a lot of female vocals, which will also become apparent as we listen on. So yeah. every now and then I find one, I'm like, I'll keep this one. <laughs> this one can stay. <laughs> and um Right. yeah, I just really enjoyed it and the video clip was also really, she does these really quirky dance moves and I was like, yeah, we we get each other, <laughs> you know, this is fantastic it was really nice.
0: Excellent This was a this is a weird song for me because I typically, when I listen to music, like I don't really listen to lyrics an awful lot and then I just sort of had, I was out for a walk and I was listening to the song and then the bit where the horns come in I heard her saying, Look at all the peaches and I was like, "What? What's she talking about? What's why? Is this is this a song about a barrel of peaches?" <laughs> I had to listen to it properly, and then I looked up the lyrics. So I'm just gonna just gonna read some, um, because it was an experience.
1: It's very quirky.
0: Uh, so, it was, L- look at all the peaches. How do you celebrate? Can't appear inside of nowhere. It's already dead. I know you have the dove. <laughs> I'm not getting wet. Looks like a date is set. Show the ferret to the egg <laughs> I'm not getting led along
1: Yeah, so basically What she's asking me to do Is show the ferret To the egg Yeah. Um. And I think that's okay. pretty self explanatory <laughs> Cool, okay I have no idea what she's talking no about further I have no idea what she's talking about I think she's like a poet <laughs> Or something, so yeah. it, You're maybe yeah. not supposed to understand it at all She's very quirky Maybe very
0: quirky yeah okay but it's so don't don't question, don't question it and it. Then you're cool
1: just let it happen just let it wash over you <laughs> it's so catchy and you're like yeah show the ferret to the egg definitely
0: yeah do it. why not yeah. why
1: was i questioning yeah. this the
0: ferret, w- the ferret would love yeah. that <laughs> song two then a song that took you a while is the suburbs by arcade fire
1: yeah i don't know what i was doing in 2010 just walking around uh-huh. with like chewing gum in my ears or something because <laughs> I just didn't like I knew about Arcade Fire. I knew they existed. Yeah. I knew that the yeah. suburbs won a, won the Grammy for best album and I just never really like ingested it. Okay. And at some point I actually think it was probably a Spotify algorithm once again that was like, "Becky, <laughs> are you aware of Arcade Fire?" and i was like holy shit (laughs) where has this been like it's been there the whole time just waiting for me to be like excuse me notice notice (laughs) me and then i did and i've been obsessed ever since it's like they're so incredible and this song is just phenomenal the album is phenomenal phenomenal there are other albums of and i just i was like where have i been what have i been doing
0: yeah
1: I should have been obsessed with this from the beginning and I reckon I only discovered them probably like discovered obviously I didn't discover them but yeah, I just noticed like them Columbus. probably only about five right. years ago like what was I doing sure. <laughs> I'm so disappointed in myself
0: but, but that's great though Like, I, I think there are certain cultural things that I think it's, it's fun to like just miss the first time around and then get right back into their entire discography
1: yeah I guess so
0: I felt very similar listening to some of the some of like my dad's music like, so you've got Led Zeppelin further on the list and um, Pink Floyd as well yeah. and it's you know like there are entire albums of music to discover there with bands from like the 60s and the 70s that you can really dive into having that happen with a band from the modern era i think he's, i think that's really fun it's a
1: bit of a treat i guess but also it's strange yeah. to be like you feel like it feels new to you and everyone around you is like what <laughs> keep up, <laughs> keep up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, You're going around the office, we're like, "Have you guys heard of Arcade Fire?"
1: <laughs> They're like this edgy new band. You probably haven't heard of them. I'm that guy. No, no, no. I knew, I knew full well that I'd like missed something when I got on. When I got into it, I was like, "I get it now." I just wasn't. I just literally wasn't listening before. I wasn't listening to them, right. and I wasn't listening to everybody else that was like, "Arcade Fire are amazing." I was like, eh. <laughs> Probably. I don't know. I, I have somewhere to be. I didn't. I didn't have anywhere to be. <laughs> were
0: you listening to a different type of music when they were in their heyday?
1: Probably not. That's the thing. Like, no. like this Arcade Fire absolutely fit whatever my taste is in music. They just fit right. in perfectly. So that's why I think I was so surprised that I wasn't on board sooner. Because I was like, "Yeah, this is it. This is exactly this is exactly up my alley. So why yeah, wasn't I so. in my own alley? <laughs> you know, where was I? <laughs> what was I do? I don't even know. And my partner at the time also mm-hmm. liked Arcade Fire. And I was just like, no, I'm not listening to you. <laughs> I just don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> like he mustn't have actively played it and be like, Becky, pay attention to this, you know, which yeah. is probably something that people need to do. They need to be like, Becky, look, look at me. Yeah. Now listen, now <laughs> you're listening, okay, you're going to like this, it's important, or, or else you're going to miss it 10 years later, and then feel a bit silly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> At least you caught up, though.
1: I got there in the end.
0: Yeah, that's the main thing. Uh, song three, that is a song from your introduction to music, so yours is Shine On You Crazy Diamond by Pink Floyd.
1: Yeah, so the Wish You Were Here album, and this is the first track off of that album, And Mm -hmm. what an intro to music. It's the first song that I ever remember. It's one of my earliest Mm -hmm. memories. You know, my mum and dad don't see eye to eye on a lot of things, but Pink Floyd is one that they're both like, they can can look each other in the eye and shake hands and be like, this is good shit. (laughs) Um, Right. So this album was just playing loudly in our family home. And as a tiny child, I think it just like penetrates the folds of your forming brain and does something to them. And um, even my brother You know we both were kind of a bit entranced by it Which is probably I don't know I reckon they should do studies On like playing Pink Floyd to very young children And see what it does to their brains Like maybe it'll explain some things About my my brother and I But um, Mm. it just It just kind of gets into your soul And clings to it I think Mm. Very cool Very cool song Very experimental You know
0: Yeah and it really takes its time. Yeah, I mean, it it would have to because it's like what thirteen minutes long. <laughs> yeah, but um, but I that, that that's the thing that I really enjoy about it is that you can you can feel emotion in it, even in the the instrumental parts. Because mm. you know, obviously the backstory of the song is that it's written about a former band member of theirs who is insanely talented, but they were concerned about his mental health and you can like when you know that you can almost feel that coming through in like some of the the lead guitar playing mm-hmm. which is a, a quite a strange thing and quite a difficult thing i get i think to get across the the music itself is quite intricate but the the emotion really comes through mm. it's 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 incredible and yeah a nice way to get into music
1: yeah i think so i'm gonna be a bit of a wanker and say that I think it's quite spiritual in like a modern sense, and maybe that's kind of that do it. the like that emotional kind of thing. But the sort of psychedelic experimental music, it just there's there's it just brings feelings about that you're like, what do I do with these? Oh my god, you just let them happen. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, I can see that 100. All right, slight change in direction then with your uh, with song four, a song that makes you happy, which is Big Mama. By Left Lane Cruiser.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I think I was looking at all the songs that I put together today and a lot of them can be split into two categories and they're like butter vocals and gravel vocals. Mm -hmm. So The Barrel is butter vocals, Pink Floyd, butter vocals, and then we get to Left Lane Cruiser and this is gravel. (laughs) We're in gravel vocal territory now. And this song is just like, once again, if I don't, I don't know what the lyrics mean and I probably don't want to look into them too much. I just know he says something about mashed potato and I'm like, fuck yeah, mashed potato. I don't know if that's an innuendo for something. I don't want to know. But it's just... This song, to me... Like, I have a lot of respect for pop music but I don't listen to a lot of pop music. It just doesn't gel with whatever I'm into. But I get that it's incredible. I understand that pop music is... It's obviously a big deal. I think that this song, Big Mama, is like for me the equivalent of when people listen to like um you know that dancing on my own song or like iconic pop songs that you just um call me maybe like when people listen to them they're just like yeah i'm not gonna think about this too much i'm just gonna love it and that's just what this song is it's just really fun and it just feels good i don't know what it's about i don't want to know i just want to enjoy it
0: Oh God! I love that i've not I've not really thought about that like um like a like a call me maybe for a different genre of music,
1: yeah, right, like you don't have to overthink yeah. it you just you just having fun with it, I think that's cool, yeah
0: yeah could could be could be problematic, who knows maybe' I'm not gonna think about it no. <laughs> <Mm-mm>. <laughs> said bitches at one point, I'm just gonna ignore that,
1: yeah, yep, maybe they meant it literally about. Dogs. I don't know.
0: Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe he said britches and I just misheard him. It's
1: possible. It's entirely possible. Yep. Again, let's not look up lyrics. Let's not do it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but it's very high energy. It's an awful yeah. lot of fun. Song five, then a the song that makes you sad is All Thoughts Are Prey to Some Beast by Bill Callahan.
1: This is a beautiful song. And we're back in like butter mm. vocals territory. Bill Callahan. Right. I. If we, you know, we're allowed to look into lyrics now And we're going to So this song, okay. the lyrics are very are about It's sort of storytelling And it's about mm. how There's this leafless tree And it's essentially a brain It's his brain And okay. there are all these little birds And the branches And they're all soft and delicate And, you know, having a nice time They're all his thoughts The birds are his thoughts In this tree And then this mighty and kind of powerful terrifying eagle comes in and scares away all the nice little birds and kind of takes over and it's it's so overwhelming and stressful um Hmm. and then you know as the song goes on this powerful bird realizes that he's scared off all the nice little birds and he's alone and i just think that that's that i don't know what the metaphor is meant to be when he wrote the song but i have a lot of I've got a vast history of mental illness and for me this kind of touches on what that can feel like when something enters your brain and kind of crushes all of the nice little bits that used to be there and takes over and that's what Mm. this song kind of for me feels like and it's a beautiful song and I love listening to it but it does make me feel sad that like I think there's a big scary bird that lives in my brain and it's I'd like to get all the nice little birds back
0: (laughs) right I really like that in art in general but especially in music where there's a a picture that's portrayed or a metaphor that's put across that I think is open to interpretation mm-hmm. so like the I think you're right in terms of how you've interpreted what the different aspects of the metaphor mean but in terms of what the overall meaning of that story is, I do think that is open to interpretation and I think, yeah, the, the way you've put that across is definitely is definitely valid. I do like the thought, though, that at some point, you know, the the birds can always come back, right?
1: Yeah, and that's how the song ends. I think it says um, maybe strange desires and soft thoughts, which is how we describe the small birds in the beginning. It says, return to me, and he just repeats that, so he's kind of, like, willing them back. And maybe that's a metaphor for cognitive behavioural therapy. I don't know, but <laughs> it's it is... It it is very much open to interpretation, like, but I think the meaning that I applied to it, or what resonated from the lyrics with me, was very much that sort of message about the thoughts that you have and how they can shift and change.
0: Right, and uh, do you do you find listening to songs like that that have a sort of that paint a picture of of mental health? Do you typically find that to be and obviously, this is something that makes you sad, mm. and that's the, that's the category. but do you find any kind of comfort in those kinds of songs, or is it is this something that you would put on when you want to like sit in that sadness
1: um there There are probably definitely other songs that I' would put on if I was like i'm 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 gonna have a moment of despair and just feel sorry for myself. I think that this right. song was a choice because it makes me sad logically more than emotionally or it resonates with the concept of sadness to me. And I love this song and I think it's beautiful, but it does, whenever I listen to it, it does kind of make me think about my personal situation and how I'm really trying to make sure I do the work to make sure I'm always on track with being in control of my thoughts and making sure I'm trying to make considered and sort of helpful decisions for my mental health which is always a hard slog so it's like right it's equal parts inspirational and sort of a reminder of how difficult having a mental illness can be but I think Mm. that's just the nature of it when you have it you're like well (laughs) how are we going to deal with this um we can either pretend it isn't happening and watch it get worse or we can try and take some steps to make it feel better and and accept what, what may or may not happen with that. So, it's, it's this is yeah. probably a bit too deep. <laughs> um, oh, it's okay. But it's okay. it it just connects with a lot of things that exist in my brain, and and trying to do yeah. the good work to feel a bit better.
0: A okay, way. cool. Uh, we'll 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 move on very quickly. <laughs> but, um, from my point of view, I I typically find those songs. I find I do find a comfort in those because for the longest time I felt it very difficult to like validate my feelings when it came to my mental health, and um, because so like the thing I've struggled with is depression, and I think one of the symptoms of depression is that you feel like it's not actually depression; it is mm. you just being lazy or uh, an asshole in some kind of way. And having having songs or some kind of art form that distills that feeling and puts it across in a story or a metaphor and makes you feel like understood yeah in that way i find a real comfort in that so that's that's the sort of the, the positive thing that i took away from that but you know everyone's different and it it is it can be quite it can feel quite raw to have that laid bare in front of you as well
1: yeah i think it is cool so, to see yeah. your experiences or your thought patterns sort of reflected back at you to kind of Help you feel like you're not alone or you're not kind of going quietly crazy within yourself and everything else is making perfect sense and you're the only one. So when you can hear a song like that and you're like, okay, hang on, maybe something bigger is happening. Like you were saying, when you're depressed, it's like a part of depression is that there's this trick in your brain that's telling you like, um, can you just get out of bed? You fucking whatever and you have all these mean thoughts and you think that's just normal (laughs) you're just like that's a that's a a nasty way to be thinking but that's just how it is and it's not (laughs) it's not at all so that's kind of what i was getting at where it's like this song kind of prompts me to think about how i am i do have a brain that can skew my thoughts in a certain direction but if i remember the the work I can kind of get back in control of them. So it, it is sort of what you're describing. Yeah. It, and it is cool. You, I don't always want to hear songs about depression exactly and be like, yeah, I know me too, I guess. But, um, yeah, yeah. different, I, I suppose it can be done in a lot of different ways. It can be yeah. inspiring or, or further depressing and it's just whatever you need at the time.
0: <laughs> exactly. It probably depends on where you're at mentally yeah. as well at the, at the time you are listening to it. But like we'll, we'll move on anyway. So song song six is a song to relax to, and yours is "This Is How We Walk on the Moon" by Jose Gonzalez.
1: Yeah, Jose is a great go-to for relaxing. Um, hmm. I said that a lot. I'm on a first name basis with him. Um, with pals, no, we're not. <laughs> um, no Jose, <laughs> you know my my friend Jose. Um, no, he's. It, this is just such a. He's got such a beautiful voice, and he's such a talented musician. And there is not a single mm. thing about any of his songs that makes me go like, oh, I might skip this one. It's a, it's a bit stressful. You know, there's, there's not a single track where I'm yeah. like, this one's not going to help me relax. They're all just exactly what I need. You know, there's a real calming vibe to this song right. and all of his songs. And this one's a little bit like, it's almost not too relaxing. So I'm not going to like mm. accidentally fall into a nap and then wake up at 8pm and be like, where am I? <laughs> um like some like i've got a sleep playlist and i kind of looked at that for relaxing music and i was like no nah, that's not quite it because that's just going to knock me out um right but this song I, i'm not i'm not very good at knowing musical terms but i think there's like okay. there's a there's a like a, a trumpet or a horn or something or a saxophone yeah. i don't know i have no idea <laughs> but like there's these little um pleasant Toots <laughs> in this song that I just think are so <laughs> like not farts, obviously, but I don't know yeah. what you'd call them. I don't know. You help me out here, you're the music person.
0: <laughs> I might um we'll say I, I brass is a sort of catch all term. Okay. So you, you can you can cover your bases there. Okay. But I, but I love pleasant toots. I think <laughs> we, we can stick with that. I think that's great.
1: <laughs> that's a new musical term. Um I think it's yeah. Um, that's a socially acceptable music term, actually. That's the sound that a lot of brass instruments make. I'm sure of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, hundred percent. But yeah, I just really like in this song that that happens, and it's just like, oh, that's fun. That's a little bit of gentle fun, and um, yeah, I just enjoy <laughs> it.
0: I don't know. Am I? Am I? Do I sound crazy right now? <laughs> no, no, that's a normal thing to experience when you're like. <laughs> That I think that sort of the whatever it is horns brass whatever, um, that can really lift and elevate the mood of a song. I think.
1: And they're so simple. Um, they're not at all fancy. They're just very yeah. quickly there and then quickly gone. And I'm like, yeah, I like that.
0: Yeah, it's nice. It was. Re- I, I haven't listened to Jose Gonzalez in a long time. And well, I said it in a long time. I think I only listened to one of his songs which i'm sure you can guess was heartbeats mm-hmm. um and that was a song that like me and every other 17 year old was obsessed with at the time i don't know why that was the song that that made it into everyone's collective consciousness i'm sure it was i don't know it was probably in the oc or <laughs> a movie or some other <laughs> some other yeah. shit but um i do, i have a thing where sometimes i will I will just write off an artist as a one hit wonder if I've only (laughs) heard one of their songs and it's nothing to do with them it's not their fault in any way shape or form it's just that I've only heard one of their songs Mm. Uh, so having another one of his that's actually very different I think but also just a brilliant tune Um, I think I'm going to listen to a little bit more of, of Jose after this
1: Fuck yeah, Team Jose. You know that song Heartbeats? That actually would have been a great choice yeah. for the cover song because it was originally by The Knife and a lot of people don't realize oh. that. And The Knife is so hectic and electronic and kind of oh. female vocals and um, really different. But it's very cool great. to like listen to The Knife's original version and recognize the hmm. song, recognize Heartbeats and just be like, Jose is, has really done well from this, you know. It's definitely okay, more yeah. well known Jose's version. I gotta yeah. stop referring to him by his first name, my friend Jose. No, I like. Um, that. <laughs> I like that. But yeah, check out the original um, by the Knife. Okay, it's very. It's Excellent. not as relaxing. <laughs> okay, but it's fun. All right,
0: cool. It's a little bonus track. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Song seven is a song from your preteen years, so yours is you "Stop Breaking Down" by the White Stripes
1: yeah I feel like once again this is our theme, Dad music, and we're gonna lean yeah. into that so
0: i yeah, go for it. I
1: distinctly remember preteen before mm-hmm. my brain started to go into wacky spirals of doom and bad times. Mm-hmm. I remember my dad coming to pick me up from school, which um I lived with my mum, so it was a not a super frequent thing that happened. He picked me up from school must have been a beautiful sunny day. My brother was already in the car. He went to a different school. And I got in the car and he's like, Becky, Joey, that's my brother. Listen to this. And he just started playing this song, Stop Breaking Down. And my brother and I were both just like, yes, absolutely. (laughs) Say no more. And, you know, he played the album and we got the the Hotel Yorba and all that sort of stuff. And we're like, 100%. You've done good. You've done good here today, Dad. Say no more. <laughs> we're all set. And it's just this really kind of special moment in time where, you know, before everything went wrong and you're just starting to learn yeah. that, you know, you can find cool new music. And um, it, it's also kind of special when, like, multiple members of your family get to experience it and enjoy it together because obviously you start Mm. to form your own music tastes and make changes and stuff like my dad and my brother absolutely love Akadaka like ACDC and they play it Mm. so much I cannot stand it like it's just been done (laughs) to death for me and I know it's iconic and I know it's fantastic but there's only so much of it I can take um sure. so we don't we don't have a lot of like things in common my father and i and we're actually not close at all but we'll always uh-huh. have the white stripes you know and that's kind of cool i think
0: yeah oh, i like that this, this was this was fun for me because this is not not dissimilar to what we talked about with the arcade fire situation but i absolutely love jack white the white stripes um uh the raconteurs We listened to the raconteurs yeah
1: i heard you were talking to duncan about this but apparently jack white's yeah. a bit kooky so we were like oh <laughs> and i'd already yeah. put my playlist yeah. together and i was like oh should i change that no nah, i'm keeping it because it's just no it's fine jack white's kind of a mad genius so i've decided
0: <laughs> yeah no i'm I'm sticking to it um uh, side note i think if you haven't listened to raconteurs i think you probably would enjoy them because they've got a little bit of the white stripes vibe but also um a little bit of that sort of uh rock and roll kind of vibe. Um I was gonna say not dissimilar to Left Lane Cruiser in a way. They've got that kind of like American country esque yeah. vibe to them sometimes. Um, yeah. Anyway, I really like them. But uh but yeah, I really like the I really like the White Stripes and I really like uh Jack White and everything. But I think I got into the White Stripes around I was looking up the album, so I think it must have been Elephant, which is maybe Two, maybe three albums after this one, yeah, and I for whatever reason didn't go back oh, to no. to listen to those albums, so I actually hadn't heard this song before, even though I'm a massive fan really? of really
1: before this playlist, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah,
1: wow,
0: but this is what I'm, this is what I mean uh, when I was talking about like my sort of musical bubble <gasps> is that even though I can say like I'm a big fan of a particular artist, I only really listen to like. The, the albums that i'm yeah. familiar with
1: yeah i do the same so, thing but that's really interesting in your opinion as somebody who's so yeah. if my i started with the white stripes at the beginning and then just followed right and accepted everything yeah. they did as wonderful but i imagine yeah if you start at elephant and then jump back to to this song is it yeah. quite different do you think or are you like that's classic white stripes it's so obvious you know it's like the
0: I think it, yeah, it's it's classic. <laughs> script, I think I've I've listened to the full uh, album. I think their I think their sound was a little bit more raw, yeah. early on, and maybe a little bit more sort of garagey, um, slightly yeah, uh, towards the end. But I think um, like it's all it's all good, yeah. and it's all I I don't think they massively changed their sound. Yeah. Uh, so you could probably like chop and change and stick it like like this. This song's very similar, to, like fell in love with a girl yeah example which is a few albums later you could you could probably interchangeable
1: yeah i think if anything they maybe got a little bit bluesier or bluegrassy towards their Mm. later albums perhaps like your icky thumps and stuff like that like jack white was clearly having a bit more fun with with what he was doing but yeah yeah you know like um i don't know i forgot about icky thump yeah it does change a little bit um, yeah, but then no, then right. he does the solo stuff, which is much more of that kind of. I don't know what you call it old timey blues grass bluesy blues grassy yeah. is that does that make sense is that a real thing? <laughs> Again, I don't know music yep, terms. Let's go with it. Um, but yeah, he kind know. of steps away from that garage rock, really simple but successful kind of formula, and and starts getting you know having a bit more fun with. I don't know. He probably bought but, yeah. Th- fancy new guitars or something i have no idea <laughs> <laughs> i assume that's i assume that's what happens when you get successful as a band you just buy fancy yeah. new guitars and your sound changes i have no idea how music works i just well, listen to the it new
0: guitarist, he's like i'll give this
1: to you. Yeah. <laughs> wow my entire sound has changed <laughs> i don't know how stuff works <laughs>
0: <laughs> no i think you're right i think that is how it works <laughs> Uh, song it then is a cover, so yours is "Elephant" by The Wiggles.
1: Yeah, iconic, absolutely yeah. iconic. When when this was released through the um, Like a Version Triple J series, which has been discussed on the podcast yeah. before, yeah, nineties kids everywhere just lost their minds. You know, like
0: <laughs> not only yeah. was
1: it, are you familiar with The Wiggles? Is The Wiggles like this is a global sensation? The Wiggles, yeah. it's not just Australia, right?
0: yeah so like i'm I'm familiar with them i don't think they were like as ingrained into the collective consciousness in the uk and ireland but yeah we're aware
1: yeah so the wiggles we all grew up in australia we all grew up with the wiggles um 90s kids remember they they're brilliant um they started out as they were trying to be like a legit band called the cockroaches and then somewhere along the line they were like oh you know what maybe let's make music for kids and now they're just doing so well but there's now like a third generation of wiggles so the the visual is that they like wear these colorful skivvies and they've got these absolute smash hits and then because they got older and and the yellow wiggle who's the front man got became unwell they couldn't carry on so then they just got new wiggles like completely different wiggles so there's a second generation of wiggles right and the yellow right. wiggle is was then a female named Emma Wiggle, and she's incredibly popular. And the red wiggle changed, and the purple wiggle changed. The blue one stayed the same. That's Anthony. This is a history okay. of the Wiggles, and it's important. I swear. It's good, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah <laughs> this yeah. is important
1: yeah. because um, they they've very recently just changed them around again. So there's new Wiggles mm-hmm. in the mix. But when this was released, it had the original some of the original Wiggles. And some of the current Wiggles. So, like, we got the true nostalgia of the Wiggles that we knew and loved, as well as the current Wiggles who were producing the show and the the TV show and the Dreamworld show and the albums and all that stuff that was a different generation of Wiggles. So we had both in the room. Not all of them, but... The original Red Wiggle plus the new Red Wiggle, the original Purple Wiggle, Jeff, who's an icon, uh, and the new Purple Wiggle. And then it was just so cool because the other thing is that, you know, everybody that grew up with the Wiggles then had that in-between phase where they listened to a bunch of shit music. And then when they started listening to cool music again, it was probably definitely Tame Impala. (laughs) You know, like that's where they ended up and they're like, okay, no, we're good again. We're back on track. The Wiggles, great middle teenage years you probably made some questionable listening choices <laughs> and then you found tame impala and you were set back on track so like combining those two like eras yeah. of music for the, for this like massive demographic and for it to be done yeah. so well like and so right. interestingly and like unique but still very much like with the original song coming through and Like that—that red wiggle with the baritone voice is just like, everyone was just like, wow, (laughs) that's next level. Um, Then they work in some fruit salad, which is one of their like original children's song hits, and and everyone was just like, no, they didn't. (laughs) Yeah, they did. (laughs) It was just so good. Like everyone was talking about it. Like people were like, I'd catch up with friends and like, did you hear the Wiggles? cover but I was like I heard it oh I heard it <laughs> you know it was massive for us
0: <laughs> yeah
1: so I feel like I had something else in the playlist that I was like no nah, we've got to change it to this
0: <laughs> yeah absolutely this was a weird moment for me because when I when I heard this I was like oh my god the Wiggles are actually really good mm. at, at music and then I had to like take a step back and be like of course they are they're professional musicians <laughs> just because they're playing for kids doesn't mean like they don't know what they're doing but the the cover is amazing. Like it, It all sounds great.
1: It's so fun.
0: Excellent. Uh, Song nine then is a song you would sing at karaoke. Series A, Slow Hands by Interpol.
1: Yeah, full disclosure, this was a bit of a cop-out because I don't karaoke and that's for the good of everyone around me. Um, (laughs) Okay. I cannot sing for the life of me. So I kind of just chose a song that I liked that I could kind of maybe put on a funny voice and sing along to. (laughs) Okay. I don't... I I just... I can't see myself singing in front of a room of people because I don't drink that much and I want people to like me, so I can't see any good reason for me to be doing karaoke. But I do love this song and I think I could probably Mm -hmm. get away with it. Right. If I had to.
0: Okay. That's understandable. So we've had a few tactical choices on the podcast. Yeah. is another one of those
1: yeah <laughs> i'd love to choose something um you know my heart will go on or um wind beneath my wings or something but it's just never gonna happen yeah. <laughs> i wish right. i could be okay. that impressive i'm not and i'm okay with that
0: okay fair enough song 10 then a song that reminds you of a specific place uh, so yours is fear inoculum by tool
1: yeah so tool became available on spotify in 2019 And Mm -hmm. I wasn't a huge Tool fan, mostly because I predominantly listened to Spotify and just it wasn't introduced to me before that. So even if people like, Becky, you should check out Tool, I was like, if they're not on Spotify, I simply cannot. Uh, (laughs) And I just didn't have the energy to go and seek it elsewhere. So in 2019, I made the very, like, unbeknownst to me, the very wise decision to go on a international trip which would be the last one for a while and i was mm. in the scottish highlands with my partner at the time who loved tool right and we got a hire car we our hire car got upgraded to this very fancy mercedes and we connected our spotify to it and he was like becky tool is available on spotify now you got to listen to this we listened to their new album and this song is the first track off their new album and we were just like cruising through the isle of sky it was stunning it was stunning and this mm. was the soundtrack to that section of my trip and it was just so beautiful and like the muted tones of like the the landscape and this whatever this music was that i was being exposed to playing at the same time i was just like Everything is going to be just fine. And then 2020 happened, and I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> but <laughs> that's <laughs> so that was my introduction to Tool, and it has really fused right. with that memory of um, being in Scotland and also the last time I was able to travel for a while.
0: Do you still feel that sort of freedom or joy when you listen to the song?
1: It definitely brings back the memory. Like it's so connected yeah. to that time and place because yeah. I haven't it probably hasn't been enough time for me to listen to this music in a lot of other times and places because I've been inside ever since pretty much. So it's not like this memory is mixed up with when I listened to it in this place or when I lived over there or it's so Mm. specific to that incredible memory. I feel like it's, it's just fused to it and that's where it lives now and it's never going to be separated from that, which I think is really cool.
0: No, I think that's great. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I I have a very very similar like my my song uh, for this category is Loose Change by Royal Blood, and for a very very similar reason because I was on a, a road trip with my my wife, um and again the sort of like I I associate that uh, um that song with that specific sort of place where we were and the sort of the the landscape I was taking mm. in and that um that that feeling of being like. Free and everything's fine, <laughs> and there's no responsibilities. And, um, so even though now, yeah, we're you know we're in the middle of a global pandemic, and you know I've got a child to look after <laughs> and a mortgage to pay and all the rest of it. Like there's a lot of fears, but that sort of that memory still lives in that song. So when I listen to that song, I still kind of feel that feeling, which is yeah. nice. Um, Bit of
1: escapism. <laughs> but,
0: yeah, although I don't want to, I don't want to ruin the song. Um, yeah. and i hope you don't but uh when i was listening to this uh, i again was out and about and um went to the shop have my mask on and the second line of this song is contagion i exhale at you and i was listening to it with my mask <laughs> on. i was like oh my god <laughs> totally, you were so ahead of your time
1: yeah right 2019 they're like put this on spotify quick we haven't been on it before but i feel like it's important <laughs> for some reason Shit. <laughs> Tool <laughs> No, they were just trying to help us. They were just trying to warn us.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh song eleven then is the song reminds you of a specific person. So yours is immigrant song by Led Zeppelin.
1: Yeah, this song reminds me of my brother Joey. So mm. my brother is autistic and he's quite severely impacted by autism. So he mm. his communication is uh, is a little bit challenging to comprehend sometimes but you can usually figure out what he's trying to tell you if if you're kind of clued into the riddles of joey's style of speaking and because he loves music and i love music and we both kind of like similar music for the most part when we're in the car together he'll ask me to put on specific songs and he does the thing that like he becomes obsessed with the song and wants it played repeatedly over and over and over and over and over again into oblivion which I do too, right. I'm guilty of that as well But when you're in the car with someone else You generally try to avoid that Not my brother, no <laughs> So he's, we're in the car together And he just starts saying to me uh, Becky Ah I'm like What? What do he say? He's like play it Play it, play it. Ah I was like what is <laughs> happening right now? Why are you like shouting at me? What do you want? He's like pointing to the, you know, like my iPod or whatever was playing in the car at the time. He's like, play that, play, mm-hmm. play the R uh, song, play R. Uh. And I had to be like, what could he possibly be referring to? <laughs> and I had to really yeah. dig deep and be like, what's the R uh, song? And it was Immigrant uh-huh. Song by Led Zeppelin, now forever known yeah, as cool. the R uh, song. Um, Because of the intro where, you know, Robert Plant's screaming melodically. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But Joey's just yelling at me. He's like, ah! I'm like, um, okay. And we figured it out. And he was very impressed with me. He's like, yeah, thank you. God, took you a while. I was like, yeah, righto. (laughs) No worries, mate. (laughs) So whenever I hear this, I have a little chuckle and think of my brother.
0: Oh, so sweet. (laughs) I knew exactly what you meant to sit as you said, yeah, so I was like, I knew where this was going. That's excellent. <laughs> I love that. Uh, song 12, then, is a song that motivates you. So yours is Booty Swing by Parov Stellar.
1: Yeah, I was like, as soon as I saw this prompt, I was like, it's it's definitely this song. And I was like, maybe I should try and choose mm. something edgier and cooler. And I was like, nah, it's got to be this. It's it's so motivating. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what it is about it, but it kind of like transforms me into this old-timey cartoon person that can kind of get anything done in my mind and i'm like yeah yeah i can wash a dish i can wash all these dishes it's gonna be fine (laughs) and in my mind like we're all the dishes are dancing with me like we're all you know in a you know classic disney cartoon and they're like they've got arms and legs and they're like washing themselves and i'm like yeah this is great (laughs) but like it just transforms me into this version of myself i'm like Anything's possible, we're gonna have fun, and it's just so upbeat and it gets in my brain and just like twists it around. I'm like, Yeah, let's go, okay, sure. Whereas every yeah. other track that I ever listen to is like, I'm gonna lie down, <laughs> <You> know, like <laughs> so gloomy, or like, or yeah, too entrancing, or too gentle, or too gritty. And this song is just like, you know what we're gonna go on a little walk or something like just but the most basic <laughs> tasks that i generally struggle with can kind of become tolerable if this song is playing it just it's some kind of right. weird brain hack i don't know but i think it's great
0: <laughs> oh it's it's excellent I, i'm so glad you chose this song because I, did, I didn't know it and i've been obsessed with this song <laughs> ever since you put it in the list like this is the one that I'm, I'm like messaging people saying, like have you heard this song really This is gonna blow your yeah uh, so already like, um, yeah, my, my wife is obsessed already. She <laughs> loves it. My, uh, one of my friends, Mac, has sent it to, he, he thinks it's great. The Macaroni um, Prince? Yeah. Yeah. From Shout Duncan Street. The Macaroni Prince. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's the one. He's, he got me um, under some
1: great toasted sandwiches that I'm going to seek out. That's how I know him.
0: <laughs> oh, really?
1: <Yep>. Just, uh, <laughs> this is the magic of Twitch, you know, like we're all yeah. over the globe, but now I've got some toasted sandwiches set in my site that i'm going to go find because of your friend in melbourne um regional victoria so it's a bit of a drive but oh. i'm committed to a toasted sandwich i'll go on a road trip for wow. a good toasty and they looked great <laughs> they looked real okay. good so yeah Excellent. sorry derailed there wow doesn't take no much. no it's fine it's
0: fine uh it's fine um but no I was just said i absolutely love this song i think it's it's so so fun and yeah, I can I can totally see that being like a, a, a motivator because it's 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 the kind of one, like usually when I'm I'm looking at motivating songs that they're usually stuff that I would like work out to, um, and yeah. which is usually like the sort of dad rock music that we talked about mm-hmm. or you know stuff like that. Um, but this, yeah, I don't think I could. I think I would just have a little dance and really like flapper girl style feel myself. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's excellent. I really like
1: it. It's so fun. I'm glad I didn't switch it out then. Just
0: yeah, no, me too. <laughs> me too. Uh, song thirteen then is a song that someone introduced you to, um, so you've gone with "Idiot Attack" by Radiohead.
1: Yeah, Radiohead is one of my favorite bands of all time, and this is where it started for me. Mm. Have you seen the film Garden State? No. No. Okay. In the film Garden State, there's this scene where Natalie Portman has these big over-ear headphones and she is in a waiting room like for a doctor's office and zach braff is the main character of the film and she just starts talking to him and and she says you have to listen to this one song it'll change your life and she puts the headphones on him and it plays the shins and like you know she manic pixie dream girls the shit out of him and then he's all better or something spoiler alert i don't know Really oversimplified that, but that's essentially what happened to me with this song. I was a mm. teenager at a drama camp with all the problems okay. of the world on my shoulders. You know, re- really, just having some struggles. And this okay. this boy comes up to me with his big over ear ed- headphones, over ear headphones, and he's like, "Becky, you got to listen to this." And he puts uh-huh. them on and this song starts playing and i think if you listen to this song for the first time on really good quality headphones you you get you get the full experience and then i i reckon my pupils would have just like dilated or something <laughs> i was like well, i'm mean, yes again yeah. immediately i was like this is correct and everything's going to be okay and i've been a massive radiohead fan ever since so um that boy would later become my first ever boyfriend and uh even though we broke up long 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 ago uh radiohead is still very very special and important to me so i'm i have him to thank for that uh for garden stating me in that moment (laughs) (laughs) with idiotech by radiohead instead of the shins
0: (laughs) i like that phrase um yeah (laughs) that that reminded me of do you ever watch the u.s office
1: Yes, uh, I haven't watched all of it, but a lot of right. it I've seen. Yes,
0: because there's there's a scene there's a scene that I keep on laughing at with my with my wife where I I'll probably edit this out because it's it's only going to be relevant to people who like the show. But um, <laughs> uh Jim and Pam uh, they have like this uh, they're working late and they have this really nice like moment together. This is before they get together and they're leaving and they're flirting and they're chatting and uh jim has his you know puts his earphones in and pam's like oh do you have new music and he's like yeah and they listen and it's uh it's travis sing by travis which is like the most like dull lukewarm <laughs> shit ever <laughs> it's like it's very jim and pam so, <laughs> it's so it's so boring it's such a bad song <laughs> i like, think i try to keep this podcast free of any kind of judgment but it's just shit <laughs> And I, I just can't imagine anyone like, you know, garden stating someone with Travis. <laughs> but um but I but I get it with radio
1: <laughs> Oh my god, imagine getting garden stated with Travis. <laughs> That's great.
0: Oh god. Yeah, imagine someone like coming over with their big over-ear headphones. I'm like, you have to listen to this song, it's going to change your life. And then you just hear like some plinky-plonky guitar, and you're like, oh Oh, my god, God. (laughs) life will never be the same.
1: And then you marry that person, and
0: (laughs) yeah, you have to. They introduced you you to Travis,
1: absolutely have to. No, they (laughs) garden-stated you with Travis. that's kind of an unspoken contract i think (laughs) we're married now
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh god all right and a new and a new phrase was born from the podcast yes (laughs) song 14 is a song you wouldn't expect to like so you've gone with higher by creed
1: (laughs) yeah so creed is like it's not cool to like creed Creed is like Nickelback before Nickelback with the Nickelback of whatever I'm trying to describe.
0: Yep. But,
1: like, everyone hates Creed, and they mock Creed. But I just like it. I just like their hits. I can't explain it. I just like it. Mm. And I've, I'm have i okay with it. And I, I would love for someone to explain to me why why it's shit. <laughs> like, I'm open to right. learning, but I just... I know it's funny and kind of bad and I'm not a Creed right. fan. Like, I've never listened to anything that wasn't on the radio. But if right. this were on the radio, I'd be like, fuck yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm
1: keen on it. I'm fine with it. Um, I'm not ashamed to say it. Yeah. I like it. That's good.
0: And again, that's kind of what like what I'm trying to... <laughs> I know I would have just said about Travis. But, uh... <laughs> Imagine if okay. I was like...
1: uh I actually really <laughs> like Travis. <laughs> I was gonna garden state you with Travis.
0: <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> um. But yeah. So there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, like some. That that this is the thing with like really popular songs. Like like Nickelback are insanely popular, but somehow everyone hates them. Yeah. And you're like, how are they getting this many streams, this many plays? How are they this popular on the radio? If everyone hates them, and I reckon there's a good few people that are like, yeah, Nickelback are Creed are terrible, and then just like very like quietly putting in their earphones yes. and listening to Higher or Rockstar.
1: Right, I'm not going to be um, that guy. I'm gonna. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't. Get, I don't. I'm not about Nickelback. I don't. I don't care. I'm never going to listen yeah. to them on purpose. Creed, however.
0: Sure. Yeah.
1: I like the songs. I like the hit songs. I'm just own it. I'm not going to say, I'm not going to poo-poo Creed and then secretly go listen. I'm going to let it be known yeah. that I'm going to listen to it on purpose. Good. But I wouldn't garden state anyone with Creed. No, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm, That's I wouldn't be that foolish. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, song 15, then, a song you think everyone should listen to. So yours is Storm by Godspeed, You Black Emperor.
1: Yeah, look, if you've got to spare 20 minutes, definitely listen to this song. I think you don't even have to listen to this song on purpose. I think if you're doing anything at all and you put this song on Mm. in the background, it will transform your life in the next 20 minutes into just this incredible, like, Academy Award-winning biopic for whatever it is you're doing. You could be folding, washing, and if this song is playing in the background... It just changes the nature of how you're experiencing everything around you, even if it's incredibly mundane. It's just yeah. so... It's so many things at once. It's a very gradual build. It's very... I want to mm-hmm. say cinematic, which feels like a visual word, but I actually think that's correct. And... I know what you mean. It's it's inspiring, it's uplifting, but it's also not cheesy or like hammed up in any way. It just has this incredible momentum. Yes. And I think the way that I kind of enjoyed this track was once again by not listening on purpose, just by having it playing, and then all of a sudden feeling like really important somehow. Like everything I was doing yes. mattered. And I was like, why am yeah. I feeling this? And it was this, this track playing in the background. I was like, this is incredible. It's so... Yeah. Oh, I don't even know what the word is for this song. Like the song is the word. I don't know how to explain it. Maybe <laughs> I mean you listen yeah. to it. Maybe you can help me out here. It just feels good, but not It's like surreptitiously really good.
0: Yeah. There's there's a there's an epic quality to it. Yeah. Like it feels a little bit like it's it's almost like um you've sort of done a similar thing again where this is this is Sigur Ross almost, but in a different genre. Yes. Where they've got, like, it's a little bit more sort of guitar-based and sort of similar to the other stuff that you've got on here. But it starts off in a very quiet place, and then it's 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 loop-based. So there's this sort of repetitious mm. nature to what they're playing, very similar to Sigur Ross, but then it it builds and builds and builds.
1: It's an epic journey. Becomes,
0: yeah, yeah and I, I know exactly what you mean there's plenty of songs I, I have a very similar sort of relationship with and I think that's why I said Sigurd Ross is that that's kind of what I was thinking about when I was thinking about how the song made me feel but it's exactly what you said you could be doing anything in that moment and it feels like you're the most important person or you're like the main character yeah. as you're doing something it's like it's yeah it's, it's epic whatever you're doing it just brings this sort of like epic quality to it
1: yeah and it moves moves you through whatever it is you're doing as well in a way like you're you are frodo setting out from the shire and then you're you're at you know you're in mordor and you're like i've made it you know i made it this far it's incredible and you just you know you've just like put your shirts away in the drawer but you're like i made it it was possible (laughs) we got there you know, everything's yes. going to be okay. And Sam's going to go home and marry Rosie and fuck what a time <laughs> we had. <laughs> it's just so good. And there's no vocals. So like, I almost think the lack of vocals is what makes it more entrancing as well. Like sometimes mm. lyrics and vocals become what your brain latches onto with a song. And you're like, Oh yeah, I'm right. listening to someone telling me something. But the lack of that yeah. in this track is like, I am having an experience. <laughs> Yeah. I just think that's really cool. And everyone should have yeah. that experience. Earnestly <laughs> <laughs> <like> though.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. But I think yeah, the, the I think the you're right, the, the lack of vocals means that you can sort of it becomes it becomes a little bit more of a sort of background like backing track almost to to whatever you're doing. Mm. And you're the lead
1: Yeah, it becomes yours It's not anybody else's story, yeah. it's your story Yeah And you're like, fuck as yeah, I'm cool and, and I'm gonna smash group. goals today Yeah I love
0: that it's just Yeah, as you say, folding laundry right? Yeah, yeah, exactly <laughs> <Doing some dishes. laughs> and But it
1: feels like you've gone on an incredible journey You've yeah. overcome so many obstacles You know, like if you had to fold a fitted sheet <laughs> Yeah <laughs> <laughs> with this song you can do it you can get there
0: yeah okay so for anyone who's struggling with a fitted sheet (laughs) listen to story
1: it will take you 20 minutes to fold that sheet but this song will help (laughs) you through it
0: you'll you'll feel like you've accomplished so i think that's a that's a good note to end on so uh thank you very much do you you have anything that you want to to plug or promote or tell people where to find you
1: I'd love to tell people where to find me because I I reckon I've got a few interesting things in the works and they're not ready to to be directed to yet. So on Twitch, okay. my name is yep. Becky Becky Becky, but it's spelled B E double K Y. Yeah. And on Instagram, I'm at No Penguin. Exactly mm-hmm. how it sounds. No Penguin. No spaces or dots. Just No Penguin. And um, yep. hopefully. Um, I'll be putting some cool stuff up there soon that people can get involved with if they want. But that's where I exist Twitch and Instagram.
0: Bit of, a, bit of sizzle there.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm like.
0: Bit of, bit of suspense. I
1: know. Hopefully I can follow through instead of just being all sizzle, <laughs> no steak.
0: Very distraught. Oh, well, thank you very much.
1: Thank you so much for having me. This was a delight.
0: And that's it for episode 9. Thank you so much for listening. Please do go and check out Becky uh, on Twitch at Becky, Becky, Becky. Some great chaotic energy on there. I've learned a lot about birds watching her streams as well, which is always good. Um, but honestly, some some really, really important chats and definitely worth your time. Absolutely. Also go and check her out on Instagram at NoPenguin. Uh, I'll say this because she didn't. She's got the best Instagram algorithm in the game. Constantly coming up with wholesome content. It's, uh, yeah, it, it's well worth a follow. If you like this show and you want to support it there's a couple of different ways you can do that we do now have a coffee link set up so if you want to buy me a coffee throw me a couple of quid it's way down at the bottom of my link tree on instagram so you do really have to work for it if you want to do that Um, but yeah if you want to support the show that way then that would definitely be appreciated if not then everything else is fine uh leave a review just keep engaging with us you know it 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 means the world to me when people reach out and say that they've liked a particular song or they've enjoyed an episode so yeah just just keep reaching out keep engaging it's uh the support i've had in 2021 has been overwhelming and i'm really really excited for what's coming up in 2022 so yeah keep in touch be back next week for episode 10 so in the meantime look after yourselves and we'll speak to you then